Welcome to episode 5.5 of Last to Podcast with Matt and Sean. A um, little bit of a recap. Uh, I know some news happened. We were a little bit late to the party, but we thought we'd record something a little bit earlier just to, uh, you know, cover that celebrate. as soon as possible. Oh, yeah, celebrate that. <laughs> <laughs> Confetti's everywhere, balloons. Um, I was you. You made my day that day. I was working. I was already logged in, and like at eight thirty, you sent me a message saying, "Oh yeah, Julian Mueller fired." And I was like, "Boom, day made." I mean, okay. First of all, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to sound like a terrible human being. You know, you never wish somebody gets fired. You know, they're a person, but I feel less bad about it when they're making millions of dollars. They have another year on their contract. So I mean, whatever. He's not going to end up on the streets. Yeah, er- early vacation. You know, whatever. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, um, exactly. We got, uh, I, I feel bad though, because I mean, yeah, it was Claude. Claude's gone from the Canadians, in case you didn't know. Claude Julien got fired, but uh, so did Kirk. You, you heard it here, 12th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. If people are just listening, then, you know, maybe I'll cut that out. <laughs> but, <laughs> Keep it. No, go ahead. But uh, Kirk Muller, too, which I was kind of a little sad about, but. I mean, the firing of him makes sense as well. I mean, yeah, at, at some point you got to, he's been, from what I understand, I don't know, I'm not on the team, you know, anymore. Um, but I'm pretty sure he was in charge of special teams and everything. And there's nothing special about the special teams. And he's <laughs> been here for a couple in a years. Different way. It's, yeah. So, I mean, it, it had to happen. And the thing is, it's funny because we talked about this in the last episode. After the Toronto loss, we said, we said a lot of things after that loss, but... <laughs> We, we touched on whether or not it was time for Claude to go. And, you know, I'm not going to pretend we're the only people talking about it. No, we we're called all it. over Twitter, but we flat out, we said that it's going to have a lot to do with this upcoming week, which it, which was the two Ottawa games, the Winnipeg game. Those three have already been played and the Winnipeg one tonight. And I said, especially if they lose against Ottawa twice, like that could speed things up. Boom. Yeah. Two losses. And you could pin it on again because Ottawa had another controversial call, right? The Canadians scored. Uh, with like 2.1 seconds, and it was waved off. And it was another horseshit call because even if there was goaltender interference, both Gallagher and, um, uh, was it Hellybuck? I don't know, it doesn't matter. Both him and the goaltender had enough time. Oh, no, it wasn't Hellybuck because it was Ottawa. But they both had time to get up, set themselves. It was, what's his name? Matt Murray. Well, for the third time, I'll try this again. They both had time to set, get up and set themselves before the puck went in. So the, the goal interference was a horseshit call. But again, as I mentioned to some people online, you can't pin a loss on that. When you lose to Ottawa, yeah, it's not because of a, a, a goal called back with two seconds left. It's because you just could not beat the second worst team in the league. Yeah, it's, it's too bad that we couldn't have had that week prior, you know, to just kind of get things going with the new coach and everything like that. But really, you yeah. have to see. I don't blame him for waiting as long as he did, but, you know. Well, you can't, you can't be surprised with, with Bergevin because he's that, uh, that very loyal, that overly loyal guy. You know, he, always kept, he also kept Lefebvre in, like, uh, in the juniors there for way too long in charge of the young guys. And he just, he just sticks with people for too long. And I, I'm curious, if this was not a shortened season, I think Julian would have more time. Right. I, I don't even think he felt good about this. Not that he should, you know, like, again, it's a human being you're firing. So, yeah, you got to feel a bit bad about it. But the thing is, 
This is Bergeron's team. I think he's in the hot seat from the beginning of the year, and he's finally put together a good team. He brought in Toffoli. He brought in um, Anderson, who are both performing well. He brought in Jake Allen, who we'll get to that. I think should be the starting goalie at least yeah. for a little bit. You know, he brought in uh, Corey Perry. He brought in some players, some Stanley Cup experience. The team looks good, but they're not getting it done. And yeah. so I don't think – I think he knows that if they miss the playoffs this year, he's done. Yeah. Like that's I, I I don't think it'd be a surprise if Bergeron was finally cut loose by Molson, and so he doesn't he can't really afford to wait. And eighteen games in, people are saying, "Oh, it's kind of early," but like that's a third of the season. Yeah, exactly. You know, like well, you you said it too that you know if if he doesn't fire the coaches, it's it's his job. You know. So yeah, exactly. He, whatever he happens could, with could. this year, if we have if we if we keep keep losing this year, I mean. It's his job as well, you know? So next year, if we don't make make the playoffs this year, then he's gone too. Right? Yeah, 100%. And it's, it's not even just, I don't want to pretend that it's just a matter of he's trying to deflect, but it's, it's also a matter of Claude Julien was not getting the job done. Like I said, he was given a roster to work with. They could, they could play gritty. They could play with speed, talent, whatever, but they're not getting it done. They started off so strong. And then it seems as if, like, yeah, this season's fun because we're playing the same teams over and over. So it's going to get, you know, you're going to get used to each other. You're going to start to hate each other. It's like playoffs kind of. But also you start to learn how the other team plays. So the Canadians were kind of figured out. And yeah. like even my team, like Winnipeg, that was the first time playing them this year, but you could still watch videos, you know. So you watch video, you study the team. And it's like everybody adjusted to how the Canadians played. And he didn't change anything. Yeah. And so if, if you're not getting anything done, it's a shortened season. We're not, it's not the strongest division. No, so it's, it's it, one it of shouldn't. Weakest. Yeah, it shouldn't be that like you're fighting for the fourth spot, which is kind of what it's turning into. I believe. Like, I think we're we're tied with Calgary. Granted, we have three games in hand on the three teams behind us right now. In order are Calgary, Vancouver, and Ottawa, and yeah. we're tied with Calgary up four points on Vancouver and seven on Ottawa. Um, that's seven on Ottawa, considering they beat us what three times this year. But we have three, five and four games in hand. So luckily we have that. Cause like you said, Ducharme was thrown in with like a day or two. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, what are your thoughts on the Winnipeg game? Cause I was expecting them to come out flying, which they did, but I was not expecting a six, three loss. No, look, the score, I, the score is something different from what I saw. We had a lot more energy, a lot more offset offense. We were keeping up with them. I, I mean, that could also be just them playing their game and, you know, we have to adapt to that regardless because um, we weren't we weren't really playing teams like that besides Toronto, but we kind of looked flat-footed against them too. Yeah. I say we had a lot more energy. I liked what I saw even though we lost. It's the first game with a new coach. Um, Price is a different story. I mean, firing coaches and stuff like that, but besides mentally... Um, besides maybe, I mean, he still has the same goalie coach, right? So yeah, Stefan Wheat is, is still there. Yeah, so whatever's happening with Price is completely separate, you know? So Yeah, and it's, it's a in. huge... It, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, but get Allen in, see what happens in the next game. We had a little bit more time to uh, prepare, maybe get a game plan and see, see what we bring tonight. Like, it, that'll be... 
fun to watch if I can watch it because I have a, I have to work tomorrow yeah. and it's a it's a late game. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, of course. But maybe I'll just uh, I'll record it and I'll I'll watch it tomorrow or something like that. And hopefully. I was, yeah, I expect, again, not to say new coach, so I expect a win, but I did expect a, a, new, a different performance, and it was a more offensive performance. I think Drouin's line was flying, and he's been coached by him before. I think he's excited, yeah. because Ducharme, too, is known as an offensive coach. So I think you will see the makeup of, of the game plan change moving forward. Uh, I'm pretty excited to see it, but I think anything after, you know, we needed to change. So yeah. one was made, I've been wanting a offensive-minded coach for years and years and years on this team. It's been boring hockey, so it should be exciting. Um, oh, man, and those, those dump and like, chase years? Oh, don't even, <laughs> don't even say it. The, the defense was weak. I mean, I'm Weber has not looked good recently. Weber and, and Shara should, Shiaro, Shiaro should be broken up. Um, but, yeah, Price, and I'm a huge Price fan, so I don't want to – yeah, you, you've had his back for a long time when everybody was saying, halak this, halak that, trade price. You were saying, that, no, give this guy time. Um, exactly. It's, and and I don't, you know, no take backs. I, I think he's still a top goalie, but his num- the, at the end of the day, his numbers don't say it. And yeah. so I'm not going to, you know, give shit to Bergeron for being too loyal in the past and then say, no, let we don't have time. It's a shortened season and price is kind of the reason why we're losing these games. I, I, it's not to say I think he's done. I don't think he'll ever reach the status he was at, but I think at his best, he's still a top five goalie in the league, but he's not at his best. He's not stopping pucks. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's when you lose, when you score five goals against Ottawa, what was the score, 6-5 uh, the other night or 5-4? Five, five, I'm not sure, honestly. It was 5-4 five, five, in overtime. Okay, so when you score four goals against the second-to-worst team in the division and you have who's supposed to be an elite goalie, you should win. Right. You know, you can't, when you score four goals against pretty much any team, right? Like three goals and up should be good for a win, I think. Well, you know what? Now, now that we talk about it, it gets me thinking, how many times does this have to happen where our backup is doing a lot better than our than our starter? Yeah. You know, like we go back to the Lack days. I'd, I'd rather have Price at this point than Halak, that's for sure. But... I mean, you can't. It can't keep happening, right? So no. when, when do you say enough is enough? That's well. That's it's. There's a lot of talk too about saying how long do you keep price? Um, first of all, I, I'm not going to get too into that because he's got the no trade clause. You know, people are saying, oh, don't protect him in the expansion draft for Seattle, but you have to because of his contract. Uh, he can waive for a no trade. You know, his his wife's family, I think, is from Washington. You can get them all into those little conspiracies and everything. I'm I'm not going to jump ahead and say get rid of him because again, he's young, he's talented. He doesn't need to be as elite as he was in order for the Habs to win. He just needs to be good. You yeah. need a good goalie like, to make the save now and then. Like we don't need him at his top form. That would be great. It'd be a huge advantage. But at this point, I say start Allen. Start like not just tonight. I say give him the starting role. Let Price work through whatever it is. I don't know if it's just like a mental thing. Um, like, I don't know if there's personal. I don't know the guy, you know, but he's, he's got to figure out his game. I don't know if he needs extra time to work with Stefan Wade. I don't know if he needs, I don't know what he needs, but he needs to figure out what it is because right now he's he should not be the go-to guy. Yeah, and ju- just, you know, I guess uh, playing devil's ad- advocate too, Put a good team in front of him. Let's see. Let's see what the new coach can do with the pieces that we have. You know, if if we start 
scoring goals, Allens and Nets, whatever, we, we start winning some games, then put them back in and see really if if that's where, you know, the weakest link is at the, this point. Well, that's it. And he's he's got a good record on Saturday nights, right? So why not just, I'm looking at the schedule now, the schedule, and after Winnipeg tonight, there's another against Ottawa Tuesday and Winnipeg again on Thursday. Give Allen the week. You know, it's, it's two days off, then a game, day off game. Mm. And that way, that's, you know, about a week that Ducharme has to start implementing his structure and his game plan. That'll be four games under the belt for Ducharme. From there, put Price in Saturday. And then after that, there's two games against Vancouver. So Toffoli's good for like eight goals there. So you know we'll get offense because we're playing Vancouver. Right. So I, I would I would give Allen this week. Tonight against Winnipeg, Tuesday Ottawa, Thursday Winnipeg, and then give Price back Saturday night and see, you know, he's got a week off to clear his head to, you know, practice on his own or Stefan Wade or again, do whatever it is a professional goalie needs to do to find his right. game. I'm not gonna pretend to know, but you know, you have the week. Allen's a more than capable goalie. His numbers are good this year. And then Saturday after, you know, hopefully things have changed. Because even then, like, if, if Habs come out tonight and it's still sloppy and they lose, it's not a matter of, I don't want to jump on the coaching because you need it at least, I think, five games to see with a new coach yeah. to, to start seeing changes. But there there have been, like, uh, some articles that I've been reading um, about really problems in the locker room, like, based off the coaching and, and stuff like that from, from Claude and Kirk and just players not happy about their minutes and and whatever else it might have been um but how does how does that play into a new coach like you can't really i mean you come in you don't want your players dictating how many minutes they should be getting right like no of course not of course not you never want the players come in and and and, you know throwing hissy fits over the minutes they're getting but at the same time there's only so long you could roll four lines yeah you know, it's it's great. I love that we were doing it at the beginning of the year, but when Deneau is doing nothing and the minutes are, are barely different than what Kotkaniemi is doing and what Suzuki's getting. And again, Kotkaniemi and Suzuki, it's not like they're... Ter- well, Suzuki's got 10 points in 19 games. That's wrong. Uh, 13 points. And Kotkaniemi's got nine. So it's not like they're tearing it up, but Deneau's got eight. He hasn't scored a goal. And Kotkaniemi, I think he could be putting up more yeah you know it's it's sometimes his line mates too he's been playing really well he played really well against toronto the other night so at some point you got to start giving those younger players more time right they're the future they're talented you don't want to i don't know you don't want to start like punishing them and cutting their minutes because it can hit their confidence and it can hit their stride and it can hit their their well yeah they're their, their stride you know right so I do mean, you think do you think we're gonna we're gonna see more of yeah, a traditional like heavy two line, heavy two like first and second line, and then yeah, I think so. Especially, I think you're going to see a big a big difference in Druin's line because again, they know each other. Right. They, he's coached them before, and Druin was playing with McKinnon back in Halifax. Like he was a superstar then, so he knows Druin's capabilities. And his line with Suzuki and Anderson is the best, is the best Habs line to me. Uh, Anderson's hurt though. I think he's he's doubtful for tonight. So yeah, he's day to day from what what I hear. I, I doubt he'll be playing tonight, but maybe later in the week, hopefully, because he's another guy that you want to see playing, especially if we're if we're changing it up and doing a lot more offensively. He's gonna he's yeah. gonna really thrive in that. You want that line together. I've been looking online to see if I could find 
what the lineups are for tonight. Um, I haven't I haven't seen anything. I have found the the, the power plays. Yeah, it's still, um, it's still early because what it's still uh, it's still one, five hours. It's two yeah. o'clock out there. Yeah. So I don't know when do they have to have the lines out. I, I have no idea. <laughs> no clue, but it should be coming because the power play is looking like the first wave is uh, Weber, and then Armia to Foley, Suzuki, and Drouet. and then the second one looking like Karkunyemi, Gallagher, Tatar, Petrie, and Perry. Perry's been good. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see him a lot more on on the power play if we could ever get any. Yeah. Is that you you talking or is that your your hockey pool talking? That's a little bit of both. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing garbage in the pool, so it doesn't matter at this point. So, but but yeah, I want I I do expect the lines to stop being like 12 minutes each. I, I think there was a difference in the last game too. I think there was a, a switch already. I think last game, um, Dano did play less than Kakuniemi, and I I think that it will. And I'm not turning him into my whipping boy, you know. Like it's it's not. I'm not pushing sure, this all on can. him, but he's not doing great. And there's certain players that we were really relying on this year, especially when you saw this roster. You saw these new guys come in and think adding them on top of the people who are already performing. This team should be fighting for first spot with Toronto, you know. But Deneau's not been performing. Gallagher's not. It's ne- for him. It's yeah, never a matter first of line, not trying, know. you know. But Tatar is not performing. Price uh, Weber recently. It's the defense. I don't know. It's it's man. Why do they do this to me? <laughs> well, for, <laughs> I, I was just looking. I, I think I'm pretty sure this is the lineups for tonight. It's uh, um, Perry out and for Leek. Oh, it's really yeah. So and Byron Evans for Leek on the fourth line. Really? Yeah. That's what I see. I don't know. Could be wrong. But he's back in his taxi, and uh, there goes my fantasy Wait. points. No, where would, who reported that though? Just because he's been playing well and he's cheap, I, I can't see him to put him in taxi. I know they have to put him through waivers again, and I can't see him clearing. Really? Yeah, that's why they put Byron last time, and everyone was so afraid. Like, oh, they're going to take Byron. They're going to take Byron. Byron's three and a half million dollars for fourth liner. I don't think anyone's going to take him. You know? Yeah, I'm looking through Twitter. I don't see anything yet. So. I'd, I'd be surprised if Frolik is in. I would expect the fourth line to be um, Perry in his place. Perry Evans and yeah, because he's he's been one of the stronger people on on the puck. Like when he has the puck, he's he's been doing at least something with it. You know, he's maybe he doesn't have the speed. Yeah. But... That's it. The speed isn't there, but he's still got those hands. He's been he's been pulling out some moves. He's been playing really well. Uh, but uh, I, I would I would move things around for sure. I would keep. I know. What would I do? What would I do? <laughs> With Suzuki, oh, but then yeah, you got to. Who are you going to put in Anderson's spot? Yeah, that's true too. Uh, like, who who would you like to see with Suzuki and Drouin? Maybe Armia, because he he's coming off a two goal game. He yeah, played he's really great. Well he's he's really good. He's strong on the puck. He works in the corners. He's got a really underrated shot. I'd like to see him on that line. Actually, I think he'd be really good there. With Suzuki setting him up, and I like the fact that he's on that first playoff, uh, on that first playoff, that first power play line that we were just referring to. Yeah. So okay. So I'm checking somewhere else, and it's saying uh, fourth line, Lekkonen, Byron, Armia. I don't. Yeah, I don't like him on the fourth line. Armia, no. Because you have Tafoli, Kotniemi, and Perry on the third. Perry with those guys. Okay. Suzuki and Evans, and then Tatar, Dano, and Gallagher. Yeah. 
That's like the interesting same. to have. I don't know what Evans would be doing on that second line. <laughs> I mean, he's been playing really well too, but like with with Suzuki and I mean, we're not we're not uh, there in practice, so maybe he sees something. Well, you know, just changing it up a little bit, but and he's keeping that top line together, huh? the Tatar, Gallagher, and Dino. yeah. I mean, I mean, they were one of the best five on five, so it makes sense. But I mean, they're not still the. I don't know. I don't look at it. Ah, uh, you know what? He is really into advanced stats. Uh, yeah. Sure. He's really into that, and I know that they're a very good advanced stats um, line. I'm not overly into advanced stats, and when I say overly, I mean at all. I don't, I don't <laughs> look at that. I'm not discarding it. I'm sure there's some importance to it. I just don't want to put everything on that. I also like the, the eye test. You know, I like actually watching the games. And seeing how players perform, and at the end of the day, that team, uh, that team, that line is not really producing. Yeah, it'd be cool, like, because look, if we have another bad game tonight, then I, I do you think that first line stays together? I wouldn't. They have eleven goals. What do we? Twenty games in, nineteen games in. They have eleven goals between the three of them. Yeah, and that's Gallagher and Tatar with six and five because Deneau's not scored. I mean, Gallagher this year hasn't been doing much. At all. No, I, I mean, again, besides with, with getting him, hit by our own like, shots. <laughs> <laughs> with, with him, it's never a lack of trying, though. Like, no. he, that effort is there. Not to say the other two aren't trying. I don't know. Denote, he's just playing himself out of... I, I'd rather see Gallagher with Suzuki, tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah, because he's got kind of the same style as Anderson. So that would be fun, actually. Put Armia with Tatar and, and Denote, maybe. And... Uh, Maybe even Perry to dig deep and get them the pucks, but yeah, no Anderson being replaced by by Gallagher that would be fun actually. Yeah, and it'd be pretty good for my pool. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so that's uh, yeah, pretty good take on what uh, what's happened, what we see in the future. I mean, we just all we have to do is wait and see for for tonight and the upcoming week. Honestly, it's. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I hope we start winning games. I hope Price gets another chance to prove himself. Uh, regardless, whatever goalies and nets, I just want us to see us start putting up some wins. You know? Yeah, that's that's the thing. He will he will get another start, and I doubt they go with with my plan unless Ducharme somehow gets gets to listen to this before Saturday. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I would I would really like to see Allen. And again, it's not to, to back Price or anything, but he's he's done this before. You know, last season too, October and maybe even into mid-November, he was not doing really well. But then it's when he shows up, everyone's like, oh, look, like, Habs are like, yes, look who's back. They play more confidently in front of him. And the other teams are like, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, we lost we lost our chance to walk over these guys because he's he's a solid goalie. But, I mean, we're running out of time, you know. It's, it's again, I, it, not to sound panicky or whatever, this is only our 20th game, but that means there's only 30 left. Yeah. You know, it's it's... Pretty close to halfway. We're pretty close to halfway. Yeah, we're we're eight games away from or nine games away from halfway. So, with teams like Calgary been playing well, you've got uh, well, that's it really. I don't think Vancouver and, and Ottawa are going to put up much of a fight to make the playoffs. I think the top four spots are going to be between you know Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Montreal, and Calgary. And right. Toronto. Toronto's in. Right. Like. Yeah, Toronto. Toronto's in. Toronto's Edmonton. in. Really impressed with their team this year. Like, yeah, let's not talk about that. We did that enough last time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, like just as a straight up, just as a hockey fan, yeah. it's it's crazy, you know, to the turnaround that they've they've managed to pull um, from a couple years back, where they just could not do anything. 
yeah we, you know, I, this was supposed to be our year where we were doing that but yeah whatever. thing is we don't have those superstars up front but another thing is it's going to be a huge wake-up call to toronto or you know edmonton or us whoever it is that takes this division and goes to the second round of the playoffs and has to play a team outside of this oh division. My God. yeah for sure and and that's why okay, every team is going to struggle but anybody here in this division is wanting to get into the playoffs on a hot streak. Well, look, you know, I've been, win those two rounds confidently. Cause if you're fighting it out and it goes to game seven and you're battling and bruising, and then you go and you play fucking Boston or something, you know, it's, it's like, it's going to be a huge wake up call. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I've, I've watched a few games outside of our, outside of our division. And to tell you the truth, the game that we played against Winnipeg was closer to the style that's that's being played between the the better teams you know yeah a lot more fast pace a lot more hits and you know because yeah. those, those ottawa games and like even i mean the Tor- toronto game yeah but just the other games we were playing so slowly and it's yeah it's not going to cut it so hopefully Although it is it is funny because five six of the top five of the top six players in points right now are in our division. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's and it's funny every time I say division, I'm like, is it start is it time to start talking about one division? <laughs> but we'll we'll save that. For, oh boy. Yeah. For the for the because my continue continued on our next podcast. I still haven't watched the latest birthday. one, so yeah. March March is full of birthdays for me. So for your listeners, you know, that's why we're doing this pop-up now. And in March it's the weekends of I think the 11th and 18th or something around then that we'll be doing two in a row. Yeah, because uh, they're, they're sandwiched between my my sons and wife's birthdays. Um, so then we'll be covering Wandavision. By then it'll be done, so we can we can talk on that, and we can get to our don't don't think I've forgotten. We're gonna do our ten uh, top ten movies. Yeah, That'll and be fun. we'll have you know what's gonna be fun. Let me just see before we before we segue into the end here. Let me get back. <laughs> I closed something. Da, 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 da. We'll have one, two, three, including tonight, four, five, six, seven games to have played that that the Habs will have played. So we'll we'll definitely have so, an answer on yeah how things are going. We'll definitely be able to to look into how. Okay, the seven. I would like to see honestly five wins. Yeah, that's realistic. I, like I'd like to see yeah because <laughs> five win again. He's got. He needs time to implement change, but one of those is against Ottawa, and I don't care how many times they beat us. Every time we play them, I'm just expecting a win. Two of them are against Vancouver. Yeah, um, we've been playing well against them. Three of them, including tonight, are against Winnipeg, and I can't see them taking four against us. Right? We got. We we can't. We can't give them the first four games. I mean, at this so, point, you never know. But yes, if if this was a good move, and if our team responds positively to all the changes and everything that's going on. I mean, usually a, a, a coaching change, they get a little boost and they win a couple games yeah. or whatever team's been a part of that. But, I mean... Last time there was a coaching change in Montreal when Julian came in, um, prices play just went through the roof. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, but unfortunately, he's not <laughs> going to get a chance because it, it, it did not happen. Allen is in tonight, but yeah. But I would say three wins or less is going to be detrimental. It's going to be terrible for the 
for the morale and for the the race. Uh, four will be decent, I would say. Four out of the seven games, and five and up, I think, would be ideal. Like that's what you want to see. That's you say, okay, they're buying into the system. Things are changing. Because it's still, the race is not, like, we're not in a terrible position considering we have games in no. hand, but you've got to win those games in hand. So, yeah, these, yeah next time we next time we talk here, um, aside from WandaVision and top 10 movies, and hey, maybe some more Waterworld talk. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we didn't really go into depth. We kind of got uh, sidetracked by the rock. Yeah, I have to say, I listened to that episode. It was a lot of fun, but that was a lot of gin, and I, I jumped from place to place. In that hey, second but it, hour, so. It's still fun. If, if, if you're if you're listening up to that point, you're you're having fun. Otherwise, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you know, I, I might even take on the next one because I listened to it. It was just released yesterday. I might even take five ten minutes to talk about the new NoFX album. Okay, single album that was just released on Friday. So, you know, maybe touch on that a little bit to throw some music into our show. But and all of you, it was it was it was nice to to jump on today and. Like you said, we can't go through a, a coaching change in Montreal and not at least jump on for like, what is this, half hour, 45 yeah. minutes to, to get some words in, some thoughts. Yeah, first chance we got just because get some thoughts out and have something out because, as you said, we're, we're not going to be recording for the next little while. So get this out and then we'll come back and we'll do a little recap of uh, the coach's performance over the past uh, couple of games. Yeah, and there's been some good back and forth both on on Facebook and Twitter. So if you guys want to keep the conversation going, as always, you find us on Facebook at uh, Last the Podcast and on Twitter, Last the Podcast One. Uh, Instagram, I don't know what it is. I think Last the Podcast as well. There's I put pictures sometimes. I'll put some more <laughs> up today. And uh, the email, Matt. That's your yeah. uh, your domain there. Podcast eighty three at gmail dot com. Uh, hit us up, and yeah, we'll be uh, glad to answer any questions or. Uh, entertain any of your suggestions for sure all right awesome good stuff we will see you guys in two weeks yeah take care guys